0: I'll start off by, uh, introducing myself again. My name is Doug and I'm on staff with decision point. I have my partner, Joseph with me here today. All right. So Joe's from the What's Bay up, area, yeah. right? Right. I'm from, uh, from Orange County. So from kind of the LA area. Well, okay. There we go. All right. If you can't tell by the hat. <laughs> so, um, a few things we're going to talk about today. Um, as I mentioned, we're going to talk about how to share the gospel with this generation um, and also we'll give you three practical ways to share and last how you can lead outreach at your school So just by a show of hands, how many public schoolers do we have in here? How many people go to a public high school, a public junior high? Okay. How about private school? Okay. All right. So uh, my, my kids were homeschooled. I know there's a large network of uh, homeschoolers in California and Arizona. We got any homeschoolers here? All right. Okay. Nice, nice. Cool. Hey, listen, God can use you at any school that you're at, all right? So um, by the end of this, you can walk away with practical training on how to share the gospel. And so pull out uh, your notes here. So you guys should have got uh, like a worksheet inside. Uh... Okay, so there's things here that you got in this packet. One is a worksheet that you can take notes on. Two is a response card. You can show them the response card Now, that is going to be filled out at the end of it, but right now, I mean, if you're good at multitasking, you can totally, like, fill out the basic information, like your name and email, phone number, anything like that, uh, that, that you'd like to put on there. Then we have a life book and a gospel track, and those are tools to share the gospel, which we'll go through in a little bit. So first of all, I want to talk about why this is important. Why is it important to share the gospel in the first place? So go ahead and just shout out the answers. What are some of the problems you guys see at your schools right now? You go ahead and shout it out. Suicide and depression. Right, yeah. What else? Brokenness, sin. Brokenness, sin. Bullying. Bullying, yeah, it's very big, right? All these things are really big, right? I mean, that alone, like, we don't even need to keep listing things, right? Just any one of those is, is something for us to pay attention, right? And so, these are all physical symptoms of a spiritual problem. And we believe that the solution to this spiritual problem is Jesus. That Jesus can set people free from habitual sin. That Jesus can give people hope and a purpose in life. And we believe that we can share this news with them. So, I know that maybe most of you here want to make a difference on your campus And I wanna tell you that we've helped students at over 500 schools proclaim their faith, and we can help you and God can use you. So Joseph, why don't you tell them how God used Jackson at his school?
1: Yeah, totally. So uh, Jackson was a student just like you guys from Richards High School in Chicago. He saw a problem at his school and he decided to stand up for Christ. He became a decision point leader. He started a Christian club at his school he learned how to share his faith, and he decided to host something called an outreach week on his campus. So during that outreach week, they brought in guest speakers, they brought in free food, and he invited all of his friends and everyone on his campus to come. During that outreach week, over 270 students came, And dozens of students accepted Christ for the first time, and many others recommitted their lives to him. Now, one student in particular that Jackson followed up with uh, was named Muhammad. Now, Muhammad, he came to the outreach day after day after day. And by the end of the outreach, God had gotten a hold of his heart, and he uh, essentially gave his life to Christ by the end of the outreach. And now, you see, Muhammad, he grew up in uh, a Muslim background. And after the outreach, this is what he said, He said, I am not a Muslim anymore. I've decided to follow Jesus. Isn't that crazy? That's insane. And now, Muhammad is reading through the Bible and has experienced the joy of knowing Jesus and the love of God that comes only through knowing Christ. Isn't that crazy? Um, Guys, check out what he wrote recently on his social media page. He said, God, thank you for making a way for me to have a relationship with you. Show me how I can spend intentional time with knowing you. In Jesus' name, amen. What? And that's just one student. That's absolutely insane. And guys, if you don't get anything else out of this talk, I want you to get this. If God can use Jackson to reach Muhammad with the love of Christ, he can use you to reach one student at your school. Now, you might be encouraged about this powerful story about Jackson, but you might be discouraged thinking, okay, that's cool, with what God did with Jackson, but there's absolutely no way he could do that with me. Now, I want, I want to tell you guys that not only can God do it with you, but he is actually with you as he uses you to share his love wherever, wherever you go. According to Ephesians 3, Matthew 28, and 1 Timothy 4, God is able, God is with you, and God can use you guys even though you're young. Now, you might be able to see that the Lord is with you and has called you to proclaim the gospel to others. But you might think, yeah, but I'm not allowed to at my school, right? Wrong. That's actually not true. You are protected legally to proclaim the gospel at your school. And there's two laws that legally allow you to share the gospel you got the First Amendment and you got the the Equal Access Act. And we're going to talk about both of those and you can write those on your worksheet as well so you remember them later. So let's talk about the First Amendment. Who here is familiar with the First Amendment? Okay, we got some junior lawyers. Awesome. All right, sweet. So the First Amendment guarantees your right to freedom of Speech, okay, awesome, awesome. So, this is uh, it, it guarantees the right of freedom to speech during non instructional time. So, this means that you could openly talk about Jesus, you could share your faith, you could pass out Bibles, wear Christian clothes, etc. Now, let's talk about that second law the Equal Access Act. This law essentially states that Christian clubs are to be treated equally to other clubs. So if you got like a live action role play club or a Harry Potter club or a Minions club at your school and they are allowed to um, like host events or bring in guest speakers or pass out food, so is the Christian club as well. So now that you know it's possible and that the law is on your side, what can you actually do about it? So for the rest of our time, I want us to dive into how you guys can actually share your faith. And my simple question to you guys is this. What if, what if God used you to reach your friends, your classmates, your school, and this entire generation? As you think through that, check out this video to see how God used students just like you guys to bring the gospel to their whole school.
0: Sharing the gospel at Cienega is something I feel like to do because um, I really feel
1: just this darkness at the school. I feel like just this light in this in this dark room. It's hurting so bad, and students don't even know. They don't know how wonderful Jesus is, and that's what I hope to tell them and bring them the good news.
0: I really want my peers to know just like the sacrifice that Jesus made for us and just how much God loves us and unconditionally because it's such like just a broken world and people feel so unloved and feel the need to um, just be fake and like gain people's favor by like following the crowd and there's something so much better if they just pursue Jesus and just give them hope in their lives. You may be the only Christian that they've
1: talked to ever or that is really been intentional with them. It's really cool to see um, the fruits of like what happens at these outreach weeks. Uh, we've seen uh probably hundreds if not thousands of people hear the gospel at our school. A lot of students who are not only coming for the food, but they're coming to hear what the speakers are talking about.
0: We got to partner with some really cool pastors throughout the week that came in to do rallies at these schools. So they came in and they spoke on the gospel. Some of them shared their testimonies. At our at
1: my home church, we're told all the time that high school is the biggest mission field in the world. And I really get to see that with all the hard and broken students on our campus and for me this has helped me because it's helped equip me with the tools that that I'm gonna need.
0: Especially during Outreach Week you really have to step outside of your comfort zone. It's just really helped me to be more bold and confident in my faith everywhere that I go.
1: I could never imagine like having such a cool like event that like so many students are going to and hearing about God.
0: All of a sudden the pages of Scripture become alive to them. Now, it's not just a a distant story in the past, and that would be nice if it happened today, but they get to see God experience in miraculous ways right in second period at their school. It's amazing. So you may have uh, noticed the theme, Meant for More. That is a campaign that we got got going on right now, that you are meant for more than this world has to offer. You are meant for a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. That's the message we've been sharing. And also for Christians, you're meant for more than just standing on the sidelines and hoping that things get better. You're meant to make a difference in your generation. And we can help you do that. And so uh, I want to ask before I go on, what were a few things that stood out to you in the video? Go ahead and just shout it out again. They were as bold as the witnesses in Revelation. Yeah, They were definitely bold, right. What else stood out? Just one thing, any, any one thing. It doesn't got to be like a huge, big, you know, deep, thing. just anything. High school is the biggest ministry field. Yeah, you got it. Because what happens when people graduate, they, they, they flood the world. Some am going to go in the work. Some am going to go in the military. Some am going to go to college. You can reach them. You got them all bubbled up in the same place right now. You reach them before they graduate. They go out and they take that with them wherever they go. And so you guys are in a unique position to make a big difference in this world. And so, um, you know, a lot of this stuff has to do with being a Christian club leader. Do we have any Christian club leaders uh, in here right now? Raise your hand. All right. We got a lot. Nice. Cool. So you guys are in a unique position to use your club to do things that your normal student can't, like your normal student can't just host an outreach in the gym. You can use your club to do that, though. And so um, we will we'll follow up with you. You can fill out on your response card that you are a Christian club leader, and uh, we will follow up with you on, on what you can do. So um, we also have a lot of resources. We have a student leader guide that, that gives plans for the whole year, how to do everything, step-by-step instructions for everything. We have a student leader action plan, which will give you, like, timelines of everything. So students are doing things together. They're praying in September. They're witnessing in October. They're doing all these things together, and you can do it with other schools as well. And So um, how about people who attend a Christian club but are not a leader? Are there any people in here that attend a Christian club at their school? They're not, okay, cool. Well, you can help too by sharing this vision with the club leaders at your school. So you can offer to join leadership and you can also um, give them, show them this video that we showed you. If you go to a private school, you can still lead outreach. So many students at your campus still don't know Jesus and they would listen to you. If you're homeschooled, Go help your friends and, you know, share the gospel uh, with homeschool students, right? We had homeschool students host events at churches and even a home. And people actually came and actually got saved. So uh, definitely God can use you as well, too. If there's not a Christian club at your school, then start one. We have videos online that can help you start one. So we have three practical challenges today. We have the Pray 5 Challenge. We have the Go Witness Challenge and the Give God's Word Challenge. And so Joseph's going to come up and share uh, with you about that.
1: All right. Thanks, Doug. So um, as we think about sharing our faith, our single most powerful tool is undoubtedly prayer. So the Pray 5 Challenge is simply this. Commit to praying for five people for five minutes each day for five weeks and you'll pray for these three these things specifically. First, that you would have an open door to share the gospel. Second, that you would share the gospel with clarity and boldness. And third, that the people you share the gospel with would accept Christ. Now, I want you to listen to, to what a student named Daniel said when he took the Pray 5 challenge and saw God at work. He said, I began praying every day that God would give me opportunities to share my faith and that I would be courageous enough to take those opportunities when they showed up. Soon enough, I was looking all over for these moments. And guess what? I was finding these opportunities everywhere. The coolest thing that happened my senior year was the opportunity that God gave me to share the gospel with my best friend. While eating Mongolian barbecue, we began talking about eternity, God, (laughs) that's the best, eternity, God, and the gospel. That conversation opened the door for multiple other conversations about the gospel and the questions my friend had. That year, my friend gave his life to Jesus, and now, years later, we're still getting together every week and talking, praying, and serving our church together. Was personal witnessing awkward? Sure, sometimes it was. Was it worth it? A million times yes. Guys, what if we began to pray for our friends like Daniel prayed for his friend? What would be different at our schools? Now, uh, I want you guys to take this really practical challenge with me. So uh, if you guys could take out that worksheet, I want you to write down the names of five people. Five people in your life who, who you would want to know Christ. And it could be anyone. It could be your friends. It could be uh, students at school, maybe that sit alone, or even put the most unlikely person on there. Heck, put your bully on there. Uh, all, all we know is that we want to put down five names of students that we want to pray for. Um, so I'll g- give you guys a few moments to do that, um, and I'll check in with you guys in just a sec. I'll give you guys a few more moments. Who has written down all five names? Okay, good number of you. Uh, Three names? Two names? Who needs more time? Okay, I'll give you guys a few more moments. All right, and as you guys really just ponder the last, you know, names that you want to put on there, just remember that each name is a soul that matters to God, um, yeah, so as you guys do that, I'll just go ahead and transition to our second challenge, which is something, I, uh, something we like to call the Give God's Word Challenge. And it's simply this, to give out God's Word to people on your campus. Um, and so you might be asking why we should do this. Y- you know, you might think a lot of people already have Bibles, when actually, in reality, did you know that 50% of people your age have never even heard of one of the most quintessential verses in all the Bible? John three sixteen, half of students have never heard John three sixteen, and even more have never read a Bible, let alone have picked one up or own one. And we can change that. Let me tell you a story real quick. Mariano, he was a student who came to the end of a campus outreach week. He got a Bible. He went home. Check this out, guys. He read it and he got saved. And then in the years to fall, in the years following, he became a youth pastor. And that's just one student who took God's word home and was changed through the Holy Spirit. That's insane. Now, you might be wondering how you could actually do this. So like I shared with the First Amendment, you're allowed to pass out Christian materials as long as it's not during class time. Specifically, we encourage you to pass out life books, And we also gave you a Lifebook. You guys can throw those in the air. Um, and on the back, there's a website. Uh, it's gonna be thelifebook.com. And your youth pastor can go to this website in order, hundreds of these for you guys for free, and this the life book. It's literally just the book of it's either the book of John or the book of Mark, depending on which one you got. Uh, with cool little annotations in there for people who have uh, never read the Bible before, so it's super super helpful. All right, so I want to move on to our third challenge, and this is probably my favorite challenge. It's the Go Witness Challenge. So beyond just sharing the gospel with the five people that you wrote down. What if you could share the gospel or have an opportunity to share the gospel with everyone on your school campus? So um, pick a date this fall and go out and proactively start conversations about Jesus with students on your campus. Yes, students you may not even know. Grab your friends and do it together. Write down a few people you know who, who would be super stoked to join you. Sounds scary? It is at first, feel like it'd be awkward? It doesn't have to be. It's so worth it. So let's root ourselves in truth and then we'll give you some practical training on how to actually have these conversations. So let's real briefly talk about three things the Bible says about why we should witness. So first, uh, we are God's ambassadors. God is pleading through us to people to get saved. That's such a beautiful image. Second, God commands us to proclaim the gospel. And third, if we don't, then who will?
0: I love that last one. I've heard, I've heard students actually repeat that back to us. If we don't, who will, right? Non-believers are not going to go share the gospel of Christ with, uh, with people at your school. So my question to you is this, when God opens the door, will you be ready? When God opens the door to share with that friend that you've been praying for who suddenly asks you, hey, why do you go to church? Or when you're handing someone a Bible and they're like, I've always wanted to know more about this. Like, tell me, like, what do I do? How do I get to heaven? How do I become a Christian? Are you going to be ready to share with them? Well, we want you to be ready. And so we're going to take the remainder of the time to, to teach you how to share the gospel. So obviously, I mean... The entire Bible, you can you go through it and, and we could spend 15 weeks nonstop teaching about the gospel, uh, but we do, want, we do believe there are some main points that we can just get through really fast that, that we believe is important to share with people. And these points will be found in these gospel tracts that we give you. So there are five steps to sharing the gospel. One, prepare for the conversation. Two, begin the conversation. Three, share the gospel. Four, invite them to respond. And five, prepare for follow-up. So I'm going to dive into the first three steps today because this is where most people get stuck, right? Starting, getting it started. So preparing for training, preparing for the conversation. Three things. Well, first of all, we're going to pray. We're going to pray for boldness. We're going to pray for love. And we're going to pray for truth. Surrender your fears to God. Ask Him to empower you. Successful witnessing is this doing it, just sharing with someone. There is no failure. If you share the gospel of Christ in in the power of the Holy Spirit, the results are not up to you. The results are between God and whoever you're sharing with, right? So the results are not on you. You cannot fail. Just starting the, the, the conversation could be as simple as this. Uh, can I get a volunteer really fast? Well, it'll be really simple. I'm just uh, going to talk to you. All right. So you're my friend, right? We've been hanging out, and I'm just like, hey, what's your name? Sam. Sam. Hey, Sam, I don't know if I ever asked you this. Like, what are your thoughts on God? It's as simple as that, right? Start the conversation, right? I should have told you that you don't need to answer. <laughs> okay. Whoever I call, you don't need to answer. I'm just giving an example. But well, why don't you, why don't, I'm going to have you guys practice that right now with the person next to you, okay? Go ahead and, and take turns just asking that simple question Hey, what, what are your thoughts on God or, or what is your faith background? Something similar to that. Go ahead, take 30 seconds to do it with your neighbor. All right, so that was pretty simple, right? So how about if it's somebody you don't know, right? Somebody you don't know, how about just going up and saying, hey, listen, we're out sharing with people uh, about Jesus today. What are your thoughts on Jesus? Go ahead and practice that with, uh, with your neighbor. You're talking to a stranger now. <laughs> okay. All right, so that's, that's kind of simple, right? And so if I see them, I'm a little rushed. It's a, we're, we're coming up on, uh, on the end. So I want to share with you how to share the gospel. So there's four main points. There's God, right? So you, you get the conversation started. Then you transition. Hey, can I share with what I think, right? Most people will say yes. If they say no, then you say, oh, okay, all right, that's fine. If they say yes, you tell them, look, I want to give you these four points. God. Sin, Christ, and our response, right? So I'll, I'll tell them first. Look, God created you to know him personally. He loves you, wants to be in a relationship with you. Second, sin. We are all sinful and separated from God. Third, thankfully God didn't leave us in this sin. He made a way. God gave up his son Jesus to die on a cross for our sins, to pay the debt for our sin, then rose again, defeating the grave. Fourth, our response. Jesus is the the only solution for sin. He is the way, the truth, and the life. But everyone has a choice. If you individually place your faith in Jesus and believe on him as your Lord and Savior, then you can know God personally and experience his love. Right? Those are those four points right there. And this will be in your gospel tracks. And by the way, we have training videos online, too, that you can get more full training on this, too. But why don't you go ahead and just try sharing with your neighbor right now those four points. Pull your gospel tracts open and just don't go through every single thing in there. Just the main points, the big bold letters. Go ahead and go through those with your neighbor really quick. Okay, who here made it to the fourth point already? A lot of you, right? And so, as you can see, if you needed to give someone the short version really quick, you're really short on time, like they're waiting to get picked up, you know their ride is going to be there within five minutes, and you want to at least just get the minimum out, do it. You can also hand them a gospel track so they can take it home with them and further reinforce what, what you've told them, right? And so we have these response cards uh, that we want you guys to fill out in our remaining time together. If you are a club leader and you want to lead outreach at your school and you're like, man, I've been waiting for something like this my whole life, come on up and talk to us. Get signed up. We have some decision point shirt that we'll give you today. We'll get you a starter pack. We'll get you set up today, right? Um, if you um, are, all the other options are on there. If you're not in a club, if there's no club at your school, if you're in private school, homeschool, all the options are on there. Go ahead and fill them out and someone will follow up with you uh, either by email or text with uh, next steps and things that you can do. But we encourage you all to take these three challenges. They're really practical and they're really simple and they make such a big impact. If you guys heard the stories today, these, the impact that these challenges have, have made. And it's not the challenges, it's the fact that God is working through the people that are stepping out in faith. So we encourage you to do that. So let's take the remainder of our time to go ahead and fill out your response cards. We'll go ahead and collect them over here at uh, this table here at the end before you walk out. And um, if you are a youth pastor or a youth leader in here, we have a separate response card for you that we can follow up with you. So That uh, will be a separate response card that you need to get from us if you're a youth pastor or youth leader and uh, want follow-up. We'd love to talk to you. So everything you've been given is yours to keep. Uh, the only one thing that we're going to ask uh, that you leave here is the pins. I know they're nice pins. If you do sign up as a leader, you get a starter kit. You do get one of these pins. Uh, but we, we host these, these uh, workshops every week for 10 weeks, and we, we keep the pins up here. So please do return your pin on the way out. Uh, but the life book, the gospel tract, the worksheet, that's all yours to keep. Please do. And if, uh, if you're already finished with your uh, response card, you're welcome to go ahead and head on out to your next, uh, your next workshop that starts at 1045. And so we appreciate you joining us, and uh, we, we look forward to hearing from you guys and following up with you.